0: All right, guys, uh, welcome back to another episode of uh, 100 Books a Year with Kevin. Today, I want to continue our discussion on uh, Bertrand Russell's World War II uh, philosoph- uh, Philosophical Essays. Um, yesterday, we talked about a philosopher's intelligence training, right? It's more about a scientific approach or mathematical, logical approach. That That is what um, he thinks is the best way to do this, right? Now, there's an another like another part of this I was actually surprised when I'm reading it is a philosopher's emotional training. Now, I think about it, I think emotional training is probably, uh, there's a better word of saying this, probably is going to be a philosopher's mindset training, right? Like how do you see the world? How do you react? Like how do you perceive it? And how do you react to it? Or how, or how to not react to it along those lines. So, the essential point is I have probably three to four bullet points here. Is that first of all, we need to view humans as a product of their cir- circumstances, right? And I think that is why, like, you know, I don't want to talk too much about pol- politics here. Like, the reason that, you know, Donald Trump is, you know, a racist is because that was his society. Like, and, you know, that was the society when he grew up, like in the 50s and 60s, right? And that's why I am. I'm a big believer that we should have younger presidents not because you know like you know younger people make better decisions they're they're just more they there's more up to speed of what are we currently experiencing right now right hence that's why I was a supporter of Andrew Yang you know uh, because he really really hit the nail on the head in terms of how automation um, is taking away jobs and then he is a proponent of universal basic income. Before the COVID situation, people say, yeah, that's nonsense, right? Like, you know, like, I'm, my job is not being jeopardized. I don't work in a factory, but I'm still thinking that, okay, my job is not going uh, to be in danger. Well, there's another thing called COVID happens and then take, uh, uh, take away a lot of people's job, right? So, now, universal basic income looks, looks pretty good now, right? So, the problem is that we have to be less personal. That's kind of like my belief as well, and really, really emphasize or sympathize with a person's grow uh, experiences growing up. Er, uh, like uh, everyone has their own story, right? And another a example, like I, I want to use is that uh, probably is. It, it's not relevant. Um. So I want to just drop that right now and then maybe we will revisit it maybe later on this episode. Now, Russell believes that it is a waste of energy to be angry with a man who behaves badly. So, when a person is being rude, when a person yells at you, Russell believes that it's a waste of energy just like you're angry at a car that won't go. I think that analogy is actually interesting. So, in a sense that just don't take it personally, that's kind of like my best interpretation of like this bullet point is that when a person is angry, he is not being rational. And you want to be rational, then you want to make sure that uh, you don't really get involved with a person that is irrational, right? So in a sense that we just cannot talk people, or talk to people, or talk with people when they're in a heightened emotional state, right? Like I'm, I'm starting this new job when I'm working from home, like taking customer service call and I direct them and I solve their problems, whatever. And it's really crazy how people can blow up, uh, blow up, uh, blow up over the phone. And a lot of times I try to, you know, like deescalate. But the thing is, is that you know, it always start with. I'm really frustrating. I right? when they first on the call, they were fine. They're like talking to me, they're fine, but once they're saying, Oh, I'm really frustrated and then they become emotional. I was like, Why? Why, why do you do this uh, to yourself? Why do you look for troubles when there's no no need to have troubles? And like, you know, like we can have a calm and calm and cool and collected conversation about this and solve your problems. Like I have solutions, right? Um so in the sense that when a person is being behaving irrational or quote unquote badly, it just no need to engage with them, right? Or if it's if it's your job to engage with them, like I do, right? And I think the best scenario is to really calm and cool and collected to approach it, and then you know just trying to do the best we can to make the person calm down. And secondly, it's. Really important, according to Russell, to learn not to be angry with opinions different than your own, but set to work how they come about. And this is huge, I think, in the in the field of philosophy or politics, same thing, right? Like the person is angry about quote unquote liberal or quote unquote conservative, quote unquote this, quote unquote left, quote unquote right. It has been very, very binary and black and white. It's not really rational to be angry about the opinion that the other person have, but it's really important to to know how they come about. Why did they come to this opinion? Right? I, I think I talked to this before. I'm really curious how and why. Trump voter things. I like. I really do because I really want to know how they come to a decision to support that person that I can never ever support, right? And same thing with wearing a mask. I'm I'm really really interested in why people make a big scene of not wearing a mask. I just I I really want to know, right? And it's 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 really good to know that. Russell thinks the same way. And then it's really important that opinions coming from, in my opinion, right? Like in my thought process, opinion comes from a sense of your worldview, right? Your knowledge framework, your decision framework. And a lot of times that is the driving factor. So getting really angry or getting emotional about the symptoms doesn't really ha- it, it, it It just doesn't really help. Right, and what we must have, according to Russell, is that the intense desire to understand the world for the sake of understanding must be willing to overcome narrowness and uh, the narrowness of outlooks. Meaning that we need to always be aware of narrowest out, like uh, outlooks, like the black and white. Right? Why everything has to be so? so easy, uh, black and white, why there cannot be a gray zone, right? And really learn to think and feel in terms of science or in terms of rationality, in terms of religion, right? And really what I think I'm getting from, you know, this package about emotional training is a couple of things. First of all, is that trying to be selective, trying to be meditative of who are you, picking a fight with and a lot of times it's, it's really not worth to pick a fight over right now secondly is that it's really important to to really understand the other perspective right and i think uh, from my last podcast on the rdr show we spent a few days on poker right um, i'm a poker player um you know, there is always a thing. Yeah, you know, like that fish, a right? fish meaning that a person that don't know how to play, like the newbies. So that fish is playing, day. and he still won because he's so lucky. Well, a fish has motive like you when they're coming up to a decision, whether check or bet or raise or fold. And then you, you just have to lower your ego and, and understand why are they going through? Why are they thinking what they're thinking, right? And getting mad about, uh, about the symptoms, about their opinions, it doesn't really help in a sense, right? And we really have to have an intense desire to do this because it's really hard to to understand the world. And we really have to be able to recognize and overcome the narrowest of outcomes, right? Like there's always options. It's not always black and white. And I think that is what my best interpretation of Russell's work back in the 1950s is that it's really, it doesn't really mean anything to take it personally because it doesn't, it doesn't really help, right, you know, like a person like Trump and just the symptoms of his growing up. I, I think I share about this book on the RDR show too, the Mary L. Trump book, right, like uh, how my family pro- uh, produces the world's psychopath or something. It's, it's actually a really telling book about how Trump's dad, Fred Trump, um, you know, was ne- was neglecting the uh, Trump's brother and then he leads his whole family saga. So, Trump was a product, a product of an unloving family, of that kind of a toxic family culture, and that's who he is right now, right? So trying to understand him instead of trying to write him off is actually a better way for philosophers, philosophy, uh, emotional training or mindset training, if that makes sense. So anyway, um, I think I've said everything I need to say on this one. Uh, if you like this podcast, give us five stars on whatever you listen, and we'll go from there. All right, guys.